0: Hey there again, it's Justin, the Fully Live Athlete Pastor channel, and this is the Online Bible Reading Club, Day 23. Alright, so as we're looking at the text here, we've got before us Exodus 7 and 8, and then we've also got Matthew 15, 1 through 20. Now, as you're looking at the Exodus passages, you've got the first, uh, Look, at, let's see it is, I think it's 4... Plagues, the first, four, yeah, first four plagues. Uh, now there are ten plagues in uh, Exodus seven through ten. There, but we're going to be looking at seven and eight today. So the first one is the turning of the water to blood or to or to red blood, and uh, that's just uh, a horrible, nasty uh, plague there that God put on them. Now, uh, one of the things that, as you want, as you want to understand this, uh, why is God doing this? Well, he's demonstrating his glory, first of all, that he reigns. But another thing I want to highlight here is that uh, the heart and is the main thing in religion, the heart. Now, um, when, in our house, we try to teach our kids that uh, our hearts are the problems. It's not just our external behavior. But why are we doing what we're doing? What's well, the heart? It's what do we treasure? What What do we value the most and at the center of ourselves? And that's what that determines what we do, what we think, what we feel. <clears throat> and so... Uh, you would think like some things would be just so obvious, we shouldn't be doing that. And, and, uh, you know, but we still find ourselves doing the things that we really know better than doing. Well, why is that? It's the heart. And so one of the, the chief markers of maturity we want to instill in our kids is when, when they're confronted with those things and, and ourselves, is that we pray and ask God to change our heart, you know, give us a clean heart, give us a a heart that desires uh, the truly wonderful and beautiful, rather than the the, the knockoffs or the counterfeits, you know that are, that we think are going to satisfy our hearts. Well, as you look at seven thirteen, the verse there uh, in your text, you see that this is the issue. It's the heart. You know, Pharaoh has seen uh, and ought to know better. Uh, but it says there that God hardened his heart, or, or that his heart was hardened, uh, and he would not listen there. And sometimes it says that. God hardened his heart. Sometimes it says that Pharaoh hardened his heart, and you're like, which one is it? And it's yes, both of them are right. Pharaoh is hardening his heart against God, and God's certainly active in all things. Uh, and so, but you know, God's sovereign, but Pharaoh is responsible still uh, for, for his heart's condition. And as you look at it, you, you, you flip through and you see, well, after the, the, the Nile being turned to blood, the Nile River, the famous longest river in the world here, is going to be turned to blood. You would think that something would be up and Pharaoh would capitulate with Moses' request to let the people go. He doesn't. He doesn't, of course. And you see the second plague, the frogs. Now, why frogs? Well, you know, usually when you wanted to form a god in the ancient world, you would take pictures of strength and pictures of virility. And uh, from what I understand, uh, that, that people would worship the river they would worship the sun they would worship uh, all of these things uh that would be uh, the pharaoh himself as he's a king and he's majestic right he's got all the fancy stuff castle and horses etc the power there they'd worship these things and they would also worship things that were known to be um you know fruitful and, and they could they could take on these fruitful uh, uh, roles in, in their own life through worshiping them uh, and that's the idea. You want to be able to multiply, and, and so they'd worship fertility and sex and all these things. Well, you know the the frog. There's a there's a actually a uh, interesting point here that the frog. They had a frog god named Hopi or Hopi, and they would worship this guy. And uh, you know so he's thinking you know, God's like, all right, I'm gonna slam dunk on your head here. I'm gonna take uh, what you worship, and I'm gonna th- dump them on you. I'm gonna dump frogs on you. And see how you like that. See how that feels. See if that's any help at all to you to have frogs, you know, destroying your land and on top of everything. Well, no, it doesn't. It's, it's a horrible reality. And these things, frogs, a, a little fashioned frog out of a, a making a statue, a mini statue of a frog, is not going to actually do anything for you. Uh, in the same way, uh, worshiping sex or power or anything like that is not going to do anything for you. And it can't change your heart. You're still going to be the same miserable person even if you get all of your hopes and dreams and everything. And I'm just being honest here. There's, there's no way we can take external things and change the condition of our hearts. You think, well, when I get married, things will be different. Well, no, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be different. Um, our condition is, is dependent upon not what we put in us or what we accomplish externally, but it's who we are internally. And those are the things that I can't change. I am who I am. And that's what, that's what sets anybody apart in, in Christ, is that we are uh, changed from the inside out because it says there in John 3, a very famous passage, how can someone see the kingdom of heaven or kingdom of God? Well, he's got to be born again. If he's not born again, if he doesn't have a new heart, then he can't see it. He doesn't have ears to hear it. We've said that before. So when you get to Matthew 15, Jesus is now speaking with the Pharisees. Cause they've come to him and the teachers of the law. And they ask, "Why do your disciples not do these traditions, you know, of the elders? You know, they don't wash their hands before they eat." And Jesus launches into this monologue with them about how it's not what you put in that defiles, but what comes out. It's what comes out of the heart. And every it says there, uh, a good tree is going to blind, or it's going to be, it's going to bear good fruit, and then um, bad trees are going to bear bad fruit, rotten fruit. Uh, You know, it's like, where are we going to go if the blind lead the blind here? He says, Uh, you must be born again. Now, he calls him there again. He says in verse 16 of of Matthew 15, Are you still so dull? Don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? So he's saying, hey, it's of no consequences. It just goes out. But the things that come out of a person's mouth come out from the heart, and these defile him. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, uh, theft, false testimony, slander. These are what defile a person, but eating with unwashed hands does not defile them. So think about it. Think about it. You need to be rescued from what comes out of you, not what goes in. Now we shouldn't put, you know, terrible things in us and we should follow the laws, of course. But what defiles us and why we have trouble is what's inside. And those are things we must ask God to change because we can't fix them. If you desire to change, ask the Lord. That is a prayer He always answers. Is If, if you want to be uh, brought into His Kingdom, if you want to know Him, if you want to dwell with Him forever, if you want to open up uh, your heart to God, thank the Lord that that is your desire because that did not come from within you naturally. That is a supernatural blessing. That is a miracle. That is God changing what is stone and turning into flesh. Your heart is being transformed. Ask Him and He will answer. This is the this is the this is everything. If you're in Christ and you and you're struggling and flailing away, um, ask Him and He will give you the help. Um, call out to Him. That is the idea. That's a different heart. Okay, the heart is the main thing in religion. I hope you've enjoyed Bible Reading Club Day 23. And we'll get into 24 tomorrow. We'll we'll see uh, as as God continues to plague the Egyptians. uh, Will he let the people go? Hey, I don't know. We'll see tomorrow. No spoilers in here. Uh, Get get back to it. And let's read the word of God together. I hope you're enjoying it. If you're liking it, hit the like button, subscribe, notifications, turn them on, all that stuff. Make comments. Do it. Because every time you do, more people start seeing these things. And we get the word out there. Thanks for supporting it. We'll see you soon. Peace.